She is one of our leading farming academics, writes a really good fortnightly column on our website, thecountry.co.nz. You can read all about it. Her name is Dr Jacqueline Roweth. But Jacqueline, for the purposes of this interview, I want to talk to you about your recent trip to Sri Lanka with MPI and MFAT. You got in 3am, I think, or got home 3am Sunday morning after waiting two hours at the luggage carousel. That would have tested your patience. Everybody just accepted it. There was nothing we could actually do and the concerns were very high winds. But about seven other flights came in while I was there and with a lot of very interesting packages. But Jamie, the biosecurity at at Auckland Airport is just fantastic. In comparison with any other port that I've been through, what those guys were doing in terms of diligence and searching through uh, strange um, substances, looking for bugs, concerns, any of those things, it was a really good effort I thought they were making and they were charming. Well, especially some of these flights coming in from Asia and the subcontinent there. Uh, There's all sorts of things we don't want to bring into the country from those particular parts of the world. What we don't mind bringing in is some of their money. Now, (laughs) you were over there, as I said, with MPI and MFAT, advancing science. What was the trip about? Because I'm really interested, to be honest, Jacqueline, not to talk about science. I want to talk about Sri Lanka's uh, ill-fated journey down the organic track. Well, there, that is science, because they were warned. A lot of their scientists, and indeed scientists and economists around the world, were saying, don't do this, this is what will happen, and it did. And so they're very, very bruised. I was talking a lot to farmers and people in dairy industry, saying they're still trying to recover from the decision, ideologically driven, to pull out all agrochemicals and just be organic. So... The, the bruising in terms of the money that is now circulating and we know that they're working with various big groups trying to get money back into the country and they need to know how to invest this and this was a lot of the discussion. How do we move forwards from this fairly broken position we've reached and a lot of very earnest people really trying to do good for the country that they love and it's, it's truly beautiful. You missed the interview last week because you were offshore. We spoke to our UK correspondent, farmer Tom Martin, about regenerative farming. He's the poster boy in the UK, and I suggested to them that in some cases it's just an exercise in marketing and greenwashing by multinationals such as Nestle. Yes, and indeed for New Zealand that is what it appears to be because there isn't a premium We've already done what the regenerative enthusiasts overseas are trying to do. We have already built up all organic matter, and we're now in a position of um, dynamic equilibrium. And all the research that we're doing is, if you go back to what the regeneratives say we should be doing, we're down production by about 40%. There is no premium. There's no difference in meat or milk quality between regenerative and uh, conventional, why would there be? We're on pasture. And so it continues to worry me that some people are absolutely driven that regenerative organic agriculture is the future. And I see this in the Greenpeace um, literature all the time. Keeps coming up, including in the greenhouse gas debate, which is to the forefront. Sri Lanka, a salient lesson to all farming nations around the world. Yes. It's very sad, and the farmers are bruised by it. It's been difficult to feed their animals. 
Okay, in India, um, free trade agreement, I know you weren't over there for that, no. but and, and you probably can't comment on it, but I'm going to ask you anyhow. Uh, we want a free trade agreement with them. We want it around dairy, but they're not interested. They don't want a bar of a free trade agreement <laughs> on dairy because they're protecting their industry. They want to build up production, as does Sri Lanka. Everybody is concerned about feeding good nutritional products to their um, population, and trying to be self-sufficient is their goal. Can we help them with that? Well, if we care about greenhouse gases, we should be helping them with that because otherwise the potential is that they produce a lot of milk very inefficiently in terms of greenhouse gases and nitrogen loss to the um, waterways. And uh, we have some expertise that can help. So our expertise will actually help the global environment in terms of greenhouse gases. And in terms of free trade, well, we still will have some things that they want and need to keep good entente cordiale. That's what I think. Just keep working working at it and saying we're in partnership here for the world. Yep, and they're a very important market because they are now the most populous, populous get it right, nation on the world. They've overtaken yeah. China in the past yeah. few weeks or months. Interesting yeah. times. Jacqueline Roweth, I hope you get over the jet lag. Always good to chat <laughs> on the country. Thanks a lot, Damien.